Welcome to Get Uncomfortable, a show where we explore the process of becoming familiar with challenges, changes, and setbacks, and turning those into fuel and opportunities in your life. I believe the life we are searching for is found by going through discomfort and embracing it, not by choosing the path of least resistance. Listen in and enjoy conversations aimed to help you improve your life, overcome setbacks, and build a community that can rise together. Enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. I'm your host, Shane McMaster from Enlightened Athlete. If you've never listened to the show before, welcome to the show and thank you for listening in. Uh, I do have a request for you as the listener. If you enjoy the show, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you think, if you learn something from it, if it gives you some motivation, uh, helps you get your shit together, all I ask is that you share the show. Share it on Instagram. Uh, send it to a friend, send it to somebody through an email, uh, whatever it is, however you want to share the show, take a screenshot, post it up. Um, that helps us greatly. That helps grow the community, it helps grow the show, uh, and allows me to keep doing what we're doing here. If you find value in it, please share the show. Thank you so much. Okay, um, today I'm going to do a quick one, and I've been reading this book called Flow. The Psychology of Optimal Experience. I've talked about this on a few different episodes uh, because I just keep finding good shit in it. So today what I wanted to talk about was intentionality and making a case to try to build more of that in your day-to-day life and in everything that you're doing. So there's an excerpt here uh, that I was reading just today. I'm going to find it and I'm going to read it for you because I found it pretty interesting. When we are unhappy, depressed, or bored, we have an easy remedy at hand to use the body for all it's worth. Most people nowadays are aware of the importance of health and physical fitness, but the almost unlimited potential for enjoyment that the body offers often remains unexploited. Few learn to move with the grace of an acrobat, see with the fresh eye of an artist, feel the joy of an athlete who breaks his own record, taste with the subtlety of a connoisseur, or love with skill that lifts sex into a form of art. Because these opportunities are easily within reach, the easiest step toward improving the quality of life consists in simply learning to control the body and its senses. That got me thinking, how often do we just go through our life, our day-to-day life, and not truly experience our life? We're just getting through it. We're not trying to learn. We're not trying to truly take in the moment, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the taste. We're not actually present in the moment. We're not intentional with the way that we're going through our day. And I'm guilty of this as well. I think this is the human experience. We are kind of wired for what's wrong, what's going wrong, what could happen, you know, looking out on the horizon for danger. But when you're able to like really slow down, let's say you go to a nice restaurant and you walk in and you're being very intentional, you notice the ambiance, you notice the music, the lighting, the people, uh, the seating, and you can see it all, and you sit down, and you can feel how the menu feels in your hand, and it feels nice, it's leather-bound, and you're smelling all of the things that are getting cooked, fresh vegetables and fresh meat being cooked in the kitchen. You're smelling all of that, and you're tasting your drink, and you're looking at it, and you're 
truly experiencing everything through a new lens just by being more present and being more intentional. And they make a case for this in the book where if you were, when you're, let's say, exercising, you're truly present in the moment. You're being very intentional with it. And uh, actually, there's another part in here too that I was going to read where they talk about the actual process of turning basically any activity into a flow state. So here it is. Flow experiences based on the use of physical skills do not occur only in the context of outstanding athletic feats. Olympians do not have an exclusive gift in finding enjoyment and pushing performance beyond existing boundaries. Every person, no matter how unfit he or she is, can rise a little higher, go a little faster, and grow to be a little stronger. The joy of surpassing the limits of the body is open to all. Even the simplest physical act becomes enjoyable when it is transformed so as to produce flow. The essential steps in this process are A, to set an overall goal and as many sub-goals as are realistically feasible, B, to find a way of measuring progress in terms of the goals chosen, C, to keep concentrating on what one is doing and to keep making finer and finer distinctions in the challenges involved in the activity, D, to develop the skills necessary to interact with the opportunities available, and E, to keep raising the stakes if the activity becomes boring. You can take that formula and apply it to anything in your life. And all of that boils down to being intentional, concentrating, having focus on what you're doing and why you're doing it, and being able to continually raise the stakes based on the goals that you've set. So you want that goal, that initial goal, something that stretches you, a stretch goal, and then you need that feedback and you need to be able to monitor your progress of how you're doing on that. So take those steps and apply that to anything in your life and you're able to find more flow. You're able to um, feel as if you are in control of what's going on in your life, to feel as if you are making progress on things versus just going through your life in a humdrum fashion. The case for intention for me is that without it, it is too easy to get lost in the negativity. It is too easy to get lost in all of the trivial pursuits in life, watching TV. He talks about this in the book uh, a lot, actually. Especially in America, we have such opportunity for leisure time. We have so many things at our fingertips. We have all the social media. We have TV. We have all the movies. We have, uh, I mean, anything you can think of that is that takes zero effort. Those activities, even though one would think because they are easy and don't take a lot of skill and practice and concentration, would lead to true enjoyment and lead to true happiness and, and a flow state. They almost never lead to a flow state. People who are working get into a flow state much more than people who are just sitting and watching TV. This is documented in, in years and years and years of research. And the point of it is that when you are pushing to get something done, getting feedback and making progress is when you will find flow, is when you will have the optimal experience where you lose self-consciousness. Um, and that doesn't mean like you black out and you don't know what's going on. It's you're not conscious. You're not self-conscious. You're not worrying about how you look or what you're doing or what people think about you or what people are going to say. You lose that and you are totally enveloped in the, the activity at hand. I notice this a lot when I do jujitsu. When I'm doing jujitsu, I find myself being totally immersed in the moment. I'm not thinking about the bills. I'm not thinking about uh, what somebody's going to say if I'm doing it. I'm not thinking about building a business. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm thinking about 
How am I going to get this guy or how am I not going to get God? How am I going to let this guy not break my arm? That is all I'm focused on. And while I'm doing it, I don't think about anything else. The, the passage of time changes. I lose how long I'm doing it for. I don't know. Sometimes I roll for 15 or 20 minutes and it's like, oh, I don't, I, it could have been a second. It's crazy. You totally lose the, the running tape that's in the back of your mind when you are completely immersed in the activity that you're doing. And the process I just went over at the beginning of the episode that he describes is how you do that. So you go in with the goal and you work through that and you find ways to measure it and, and you work towards progress. That is where the ultimate experience, the optimal experience of life is hiding behind pushing yourself, behind getting uncomfortable, truly. It's not avoiding discomfort. It's not avoiding new things. It's not avoiding challenges that are maybe above your skill level. It's learning new skills to overcome those challenges. That is where people are going wrong. And I think the other interesting thing is he describes using the body as a tool to overcome anxiety and depression and being unhappy and being bored. Your your body is a tool that you can use to overcome that when you do it properly and you do it intentionally. So I I would argue that it is beneficial to try to cultivate some more intentionality in your day-to-day routine, even in the mundane tasks that you do each day. Try to cultivate some intentionality with how you do them, what you're thinking, what you're saying, how well you do them, and try to do better. Just try to do better. And I think you'll find that you're going to enjoy your day-to-day life much, much more. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Get Uncomfortable. Uh, I hope you found some value in this. If you did, please share it out for me, and we will talk to you next week. Until next time, go get uncomfortable.